Stephanie Martinez Rivera, and you are listening to the Joy Found Here podcast. I am obsessed with reminding my fellow mamas, queens, badass babes, ladies and girls that perfection is just a word, not a lifestyle. Multitasking is overrated. Comparison is a theft of happiness. And yes, you can put yourself first. Oh, and by the way, for optimum results, you should. I'm a New York girl from a small town, part-time badass, proud mama bear times three. I've seen 60 full turns of the sun. I've learned the importance of how kindness begins with you and your self-talk. Join us each week as we help you navigate both the messy and the magical season of this crazy ride called life. Real stories that remind us to reclaim your power. The sun does come out after the shitstorm. A good cry can be cleansing and... We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. Excited is not even touching the emotion that I'm feeling right now. But first and foremost, It's our first recording in the new year, and I like saying Happy New Year well into the new year. I know it annoys some people, but it is still the beginning. It is still a time for some change, for some growth. So Happy New Year, number one, 2022 is here, and boy, has it uh, come in with a little bit of a surprise, a lot of twists and turns. Uh, located here in New York. We are just, we're in COVID land and it's every day is every day is something else, but we've got this and we're resilient, which leads me to, this is a night of so many firsts. And first of all, we're recording in a salt cave, my piece of heaven, This is one of my happiest places, and I have the honor of speaking tonight with the owner of the Healing Center at Port Jeff Salt Cave, Port Jefferson, small town in Suffolk County, Suffolk County on Long Island in New York. That's where we're at. And if you're ever in the area, you must come and check this wonderful, magical gem out. So I am thrilled and elated to be speaking today with the owner, Marcy Guzman. And normally I would go into everything that she might be doing, what she's done. I'm going to leave that to her. So with that, I say welcome, welcome, Marcy. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh, that's quite the intro. Thank you. (laughs) And happy new year. Happy new year. Let's start there. We have so much to talk about, but... Tell us about you anywhere you'd like to start, because there's yes. so many layers we can go on. Your turn. So I want to talk uh, briefly about the year that we just entered, mm-hmm. 2022. So in I'm a numerologist, and as we go through this interview, maybe I'll hit on all the titles that I carry. Mm-hmm. They're just titles. Maybe I won't. But so 2022, when you have repeating numbers Mm -hmm. and you throw a zero in the middle of the mix that is god force energy 
It's the kind of energy that went bang, exploded, created everything in the known universe. It is also the kind of energy that will come back in on itself if it does not have this outward expression. So what do all these twos mean? Two means cooperation and balance. Mm. And we see the need for that more than ever. More than ever. More than ever. Our days of, you know, doing our own thing and not really seeing ourselves so connected to our fellow man and the consequences of our actions. Correct. Right. So uh, we're finding all that's just kind of biting us in the butt, right? That, That old paradigm, it's leaving. It doesn't work for us anymore. We are more and more seeing each other Mm. almost as ourselves now, right? So COVID did show us how connected we are one to another by the breath. I am also a Kundalini yoga instructor. (laughs) Another one of my titles. It's one of many. I want everyone to keep score. We'll have a prize (laughs) for the right number, but go on. She's just going to say, and I'm also that it'll just keep going. I promise. Get a paper, keep score. Go ahead. (laughs) I've been in the game a while. So, (laughs) so uh, the breath, the breath is everything, Mm. right? And the breath is where the soul enters the body. I am a registered nurse. There's another title. Number three. Mm-hmm. And I've been witness to a few births and yeah. many, many deaths, many, many transitions. Mm. And I can tell you this much. We all do the exact same thing upon entering and leaving. The first thing we do is we breathe in. If you're from my generation, you were held upside down, got a smack on the butt. Welcome mm-hmm. to the world, kid. Right? Traumatic. We're not doing that anymore. Hallelujah. <laughs> We're kind of holding the baby uh, tabletop. We're massaging their little backs and the bottom of their feet. And we're like, come on, infant, breathe. It's so much nicer now. <laughs> but the, the end result is all the same. The first thing we do is <gasps> we take that breath in. Oh, okay. Enter the soul into the physical body. How interesting. The last thing we do, mm. we exit the body with a deep exhale. There's all this erratic breathing. And then finally, that exhale, exit the spirit from the physical body. That last breath. I say everything in between these two breaths Mm. is called life. And this is where we're all connected. We're connected soul to soul by the breath. And COVID showed us that, that we are a grid, a network on this planet connected by our souls, right? Yeah. So this this 2022 year, it's a profound year. The, The number two 22 specifically is a master number. It's like, okay, you've had all the lessons and now here's the exam. Are you going to cooperate? Are you going to work together? Are you going to come into greater service than other than service to yourself? Mm. And we see this very uh, sharply defined right now. People are choosing sides. People are choosing extreme service to the self. Like, nope, I'm not letting go of the old way. I was just fine. Well, we'll see how that works out for you. Mm-hmm. Or you can choose to be in extreme service to others and right. be part of this collective community mm-hmm. that's being formed very rapidly. So the choice is ours. The numbers themselves, two, 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 of course, equals a six. So what does that mean? Mm. Six is about um, great, expansive, visionary ideas. It's about thinking outside of the box and we are being just pushed to the brim, being forced to 
think outside of the box, right. aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> right. No, don't wear sure. a mask. Wear a mask. Wear two masks. Don't wear a cloth don't mask. Wear this kind. Don't <laughs> right? wear this so kind. So we're, we're trying to think right. outside of the box. Correct. We are, you know, putting on these, these think tanks and um, trying to come up with creative solutions. Well, this is the year. I'm very, very hopeful for this pandemic, by the way. I think this is the year that um, we get a handle on this thing, mm-hmm. right? Because of the energy of the year we're working in, the cooperation, the thinking outside of the box. And the other thing that six represents is discernment, great discernment. So we're, we're starting to see that play out. We have some of the bad actors, you know, starting to come forward and saying, yeah, well, you know, there's a difference of having COVID and, you know, dying with it or dying with it or from it. Or, and, right. So, you so know, the, the, the fear, semantic, the fear yes. is starting to uh, yeah. dissipate yes. and we're being able to have more honest conversations around what's happening. And um, I think we're in a good place. You know, nobody wanted to be here. No, right? but at all. we're here. Yeah. And so I think I said that yesterday. I was we were talking and I'm like, I still can't believe we're living through a pandemic. I, I mean, know. something that you maybe read about, certainly not long in school, but it right. was a piece of history. It was, you know, again, the Spanish flu, the plague, the this or that. You read about them. They were a chapter. They were maybe an exam you had to study for. Yeah. And that was it. And here we are. We are living history daily. Daily. Trying to figure our way through it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I I feel like um, the cooperation and balance is is just huge right now. We're we're seeing um, a lot of divide, unfortunately. it seems uh, things went haywire with uh, with the elections. Mm-hmm. Boy, they I'm not going there. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there was a lot of polarity. Correct. More so, you know. Okay, so I'm just going to divulge my age. I'm 55 years old, and I remember having a time where you could talk about, you know, which political party you belong to, and you know, it was over a beer Correct. and a couple of laughs and right. some, you know, some ribbing, and it went on. And, and yeah, and it just, and then you. <laughs> and now the evening, the evening <laughs> continued yes. without perhaps feelings getting hurt or yeah or friendships breaking up or Correct. or anything and and it, yeah it turned very crazy very quickly so so that kind of to me set the stage right something's building something's building and then COVID. And so now, you know, the dividing thing that we're seeing is, you know, the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. And none of that is working. And COVID's right. having the last laugh because this Omicron, am I saying it right? I, you've got, um, yeah, Omni. no, Omicron. I'm with you. Okay. That's how I would say it. It's getting all of us, <laughs> whether we have vaccines, well, boosters, or no vaccines. That's the thing. It's yeah. getting everybody. And it's to, to me, I'm just watching this divine comedy play out. And luckily, thank the powers that be. It's it's a mild mm-hmm. version of, of you know, what it was. Yeah. Last so, year was. Yeah. Last, last year, I think the fear was fear of the unknown, like anything. Like yeah. You're doing anything when you're in the middle of anything for the first time. Nobody wants to be, you know, patient zero. Nobody wants to be like, oh my God, I hugged you. I'm so sorry because I just found out. Right, now right. it's sorry, I have it. Don't worry, I'm boosted. I'm good. Yeah. And and it just and you go on. Yes. It's because it's and know, I, I think I can. think we're we're seeing also, you know, so there's been um 
a lot of memes, you know, for, about the CDC. And I'm here for all of them mm-hmm. because I have a big sense of humor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm basically a 12-year-old trapped in this 55-year-old <laughs> body. And if you know me long enough, you'll hear me say that more than once. And, you know, so, you know, the, the guidelines were, you know, we had to quarantine mm-hmm. for 10 days. But now, if, you, if your job if really needs you, then go back. Wear a mask. Just mask <laughs> up. Go yep. back at five. Yep. And so to me, you know, read between the lines, have some discernment, right? We're in that discernment year. Um, have some discernment. What are they really telling us? They're telling us that, yes, this variant is highly contagious. It's like a wicked cold. Um, I believe I've already had it. My employee has had it. Mm-hmm. Her fiance has had mm-hmm. it. So it already went through right. this area. Right. Uh, a lot of my fellow business owners in town have all had it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're all experiencing the same thing. You know, a heavy, a mild cold. Mine mm-hmm. was very mild to a heavy, bad cold. Right. But, right. you know. so but thankfully uh, not as yeah. bad as the original when COVID was you know, first exposed last year, Hello. and then yeah, even, and even the Delta, and, and even the Delta variant, right. Awful, awful, yeah. just awful. So, you know, as a nurse, knowing a little bit about virology, I'm not a virologist, and infectious disease was something that I definitely worked very closely with mm-hmm. um, throughout the years of my nursing, uh, been in many, many sterile rooms, sterile environments. I've been in negative pressure rooms, which Go ahead. We're, we're getting there yes, because awesome. my salt caves are negative pressure. <laughs> that's, and that's what, I mean, the extra bonus besides it being heavenly, it's in, it's a salt cave. What's not to love? But yeah. all of the other health benefits, quite honestly, that I had no idea about. Yes. I was just like, oh, yeah. it's peaceful. It's tranquil. It's, and, and there's so much more that you, that you offer. But I just want to spread uh, a little bit of hope if you're open to it, whoever's out there listening and, and listening land, that maybe we are seeing a decreasing strain and maybe this is the end result of everything we've been through mm. and this is now what we live with. And if that's the case, then I think um, maybe the worst is behind us and I choose to believe that. That the worst is behind us and that together, you know, we will find our way through this and no more separation, no more discrimination. Mm -hmm. We need in 2022 cooperation and balance. It's going to take all of us, Mm -hmm. not on separate teams, but Mm -hmm. on the same team, right? Everybody's got to come together. So, and the numbers are saying that. Yeah, I mean, you know, we just came through like in New York, you know, this wild spike because we're mm-hmm. massively densely populated, but it was, you know, we all needed some NyQuil. <laughs> we, had, yep. we had our bad cold mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, me personally, it took me down for a day and a half. And and honestly, um, we're here we are halfway through January and literally at my house, we just opened our Christmas presents this past weekend. Because my son had it right before Christmas. My yeah. daughter rang in the new year with it. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, three Kings Day. This we could still celebrate. <laughs> it's all fine. And and we waited and it and and it was fine. And it was fine. Yeah. Thankfully, you know, again, cold symptoms. Everybody is good. And and we go on and so, we find ourselves. So uh getting touching back. So what does that mean? Is that um it's not just regular recirculated air um, from old nasty vents in a building or think about an airplane. It's like a big tube mm-hmm. and everybody's breathing in the same recycled air. Like pre-pandemic, 
ill, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Let alone pandemic. Uh-huh. Like I have to be honest, I am avoiding getting on an airplane till we're mostly past this mm-hmm. thing because, mm-hmm. um, yeah. It's there. Where's it going? Exactly. And where where are they pumping it in from? Yeah, nowhere. It's, it's recycled there. So, which is the case with a lot of buildings. So this salt cave, because it was built by two nurses, I'm one of the two. Uh, my husband, my partner is the other nurse. Uh, he was an OR nurse specializing in robotics. Mm-hmm. My ultimate specialization was in IV infusion, intravenous medicines. We decided to build this as a negative pressure room. We did that five years ago, um, not because I am psychic, but I am, but because Something I'm else. <laughs> another title. <laughs> Go on. The, the nurse in me said, you know, we're going to have people in here. The salt air helps people with respiratory issues, mm-hmm. with COPD, with asthmas, with bronchitis, with cystic fibrosis, you know, all sorts of ailments are effectively treated with salt air. Mm-hmm. And I thought I'm going in salt air will elicit a cough, right? A slight cough to an actual cough. So I thought if we're going to have people in a contained space coughing, potentially, let's put in a negative pressure HVAC system. Mm-hmm. Hugely expensive. And I am so grateful and thankful every day that I walk into this place, they did exactly that. So in this salt cave, we have the fresh air coming in from outside and we have two intakes and four exhausts. So it's being exhausted much quicker than what the air comes in at, providing a fresh um, overturn of the air that is in here. Hallelujah. The salt air itself is antiviral, antibacterial, and antifungal. If anyone cares to go to the healing center, at portjeffsaltcave.com. I know it's a paragraph, poor marketing, poor marketing, <laughs> but that's our website. But that's where you'll find it. That's the website. And um, the, the clinical studies are up there because we're two nurses. We're science nerds. We love the science. So you'll find all the studies there on the salt air that proves this. So right a few miles away from us, we have the Stony Brook um, Cystic Fibrosis Center mm-hmm. for children, mm-hmm. which was one of my accounts in the infusion world. Okay. Because um, these children sometimes needed midlines to have medicines because mm-hmm. they get sludge in their lungs mm-hmm. and they get the infections. So this center adopted the hypertonic saline solution treatment for these kids. It is so condensed that it has to be done in a doctor's office. Mm -hmm. But for the rest of us, we get the benefits of the salt cave, right? So if you are fortunate and blessed and do not have CF, you can just come to the salt cave and get a good respiratory treatment. So they give these children the salt air because it kills viruses. All of them, including the big one, it kills bacteria. And when I say kill, I mean neutralize and um, funguses and things like that, which these children are prone to. So super so good huge, for the rest huge of us. Health benefits, clearly. Um, we're going to get to more because how I found my way here, someone said salt cave, but then they also said, oh, let's go to a Reiki circle in the salt cave. Well, bonus. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> So my listeners have definitely heard uh, about Reiki from different Reiki um, masters. Interesting. A lot of the former guests have started in Reiki and then 
branched into a thousand other things. So your Reiki journey. Yeah. So um, it's kind of funny. You want the whole story? Go ahead. Okay. Love <laughs> my time, my friend. So yeah, I, I, uh, before I knew about Reiki, um, it was, it was a path that was seeking me. Uh, there's a saying by Rumi that I love and I quote it often. What you are seeking is also seeking you. Mm. And it, say that just one more time. Cause I love it. What you are seeking is also seeking you. Today's tattoo. I like it. Yes. Ah. So there's no need to strive Mm -hmm. when there's something that you're seeking. Just relax into it and allow for it to show up in your life Mm. because it also wants you. I did not know I wanted Reiki. (laughs) (laughs) At least the lower egoic conscious part of me, but the higher me knew and I was being led towards it. And, um, I used to go to a support group and I met this woman, Frida, and I love her and I wish I wish I could reconnect with her. Anyhow, Frida to me was like an interesting um, car accident that you couldn't look away from. Hmm. Honestly, that's how I felt about her when I met her and I needed to befriend her. I needed to be around you her. You were drawn to her. I was so drawn. Yes. Yeah. But and then you can't there- figure out why. Yeah, well, there was that childlike part of me that wanted to kind of make fun, Mm -hmm. but also this really curiosity Mm -hmm. thing had gripped me. And so, you know, she explained Reiki. She she was all into Reiki and ashrams. Mm -hmm. For all I know, she's a Reiki master teacher these days because that was her dream. And she wanted to go live on an ashram. And so, you know, being very westernized, I didn't understand any of that, but I wanted to. And so she would explain Reiki to me and the energy that moves through your hands and I made fun of her. I'm like, okay, wax on, wax off, Frida. I think I got this, Mm -hmm. right? So um, shortly after meeting Frida, I entered nursing school when my youngest, I think I was 29 or so, Mm -hmm. um, when my youngest was in school full time, Mm -hmm. I promised myself I would go to college. So that's when I went to Suffolk Community. And uh, within the first um, semester, there was uh, a lecture on uh, non-pharmacological means to control pain because my professor um, was a visionary before her time. She, She, 22, 20 some odd years ago, predicted the opioid crisis that we would find ourselves in today. Wow. And so she was, you know lecturing us about um, all different modalities that could be used, you know, for pain rather than going straight to narcotics. Mm -hmm. Her peers gave her such pushback. Mm. Her peers would tell us students in the hallway, if somebody has pain, just effing give them the medicine for God's sakes. Right. So this is what we were being told in the hallways. But Mm. um, so in, in, in one of her lectures, she was mentioning all the different modalities that could help, you know, or be an adjunct to mm-hmm. so that the patient would require less narcotics. One of the things that she mentioned, she was mentioning about acupuncture. She mentioned about uh, Tai Chi. Mm-hmm. She mentioned about music therapy. And then she mentioned Reiki. In the middle of lecture hall, I blurted out. I'm like, what? That shit is real. <laughs> and like my mouth hit my desk. You could have heard a pin drop. The, the, everybody just stopped like, oh, 
I thought I was going to be excused from class for the day. And so Helen Whisk, God rest her soul, went on with her lecture and uh, broke us up into groups and assigned everybody. Our assignment was to research a topic, to go have an experience, Mm. write a paper, come back and lecture on it. Oh, wow. So guess what the mouth got assigned? (laughs) Reiki. Of course. So I went sucking up to Frida. (laughs) (laughs) I had no intention of doing this assignment. Honestly, I was going to have Frida write my paper for me, pay her some money. Mm -hmm. I'm sucking up to Frida. I'm like, Frida, take me to your cult (laughs) because I needed to at least have the experience. Sure. And so she took me to a little place out in Jamesport uh, because I lived in Riverhead at the time and we're meeting in a converted garage and there was all these folding chairs. And I'm like, okay, if they ask me to drink anything, I am not. Correct. Right. That was the feeling I got. Yeah. When I sat down in the chair and the Reiki master there put her hands on top of my head, something moved through me. I had a whole, what's called a holy instant. You'll read about it in the course of miracles where holy instant, your life is forever changed. That was one. And you felt, and you physically felt. I physically, mentally, spiritually felt every part of my being for the first time in my life. Wow. And I knew right then and there, I have no idea what this is, mm. but whatever this is, whatever this woman is that has her hands on my head, I will be that. I saw it in an instant. I saw the beginning from the end or the end from the beginning, I should say. Wow. Yeah. And I kept going back. I wrote my own paper, <laughs> gave, gave my own spiel. <laughs> I learned and... a little, just a little. Went to this woman for Reiki level one and Reiki level two. By the time I was graduating nursing school, I was doing my last uh, internship over at Mather and my last clinical rotation. I wanted desperately to be in oncology because Mm -hmm. my dad had passed from cancer. Mm -hmm. And I thought, honestly, that's where I was going to end up serving. Um, But the nursing admin looked at me and she said, oh, no. You're far too bubbly for oncology. Mm. We're going to put you in ICU. Could <laughs> so, you imagine telling that to some too bubbly for, for oncology? Yeah, Am I supposed yeah. to be drab and miserable? I, and it, like, or, right. Yeah. yeah. Any, anywho. So, you know, Spirit knew what, what it was doing because in ICU, I met um, my final Reiki master, Shirley Murphy. Mm-hmm. And she was assigned to me and nurses kind of eat their own. You know, they're young and she wasn't that bad, but she wasn't very overly thrilled that she got stuck with, you know, the bubbly one. Yeah. The bubbly nursing (laughs) students. And we were reading, she was reading, this is how annoying I was. She was reading a newspaper. So I just come over and stick my face in her paper. I'm like, what you're reading? Oh, oh, I see there's a Native American. I have some Native American blood. So we get chit chatting. She was like, I have a strong connection to all things Native American, even though I'm not. So all of a sudden we're talking on like a human level, not a nursing mm-hmm. nursing student level. And I looked at her and I said, do you by chance do Reiki? Because I could sense her energy because she opened up mm. and she looked at me. She said, I do. Do you? I said, I'm level two and I'm looking to go to master. She said, I'm a Reiki master teacher. So stop. By the time I graduated, I was a Reiki master teacher. I went all the way. 
It has served me far and wide mm-hmm. in my 20 some odd years of nursing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the bedside, the um, the intuition that Reiki brings, uh, very, very critical stuff on the floor, you know, to set up an IV for a patient, go on to the next room, get to the next room. And that nagging intuition mm-hmm. is telling me go back to room one. And I'm fighting with it in my head. I'm like, no, everything's fine. I did everything. Go back to room one and get back to room one to find the IV had just infiltrated, mm. right? With maybe a, uh, a caustic drug or something. So more stories like that than I can recount. So many beautiful, beautiful uh, Reiki stories over the years, you know, bedside nursing, mm-hmm. miracles, healings, peaceful transitions, all of it. My heart was really to bring Reiki to the hospital setting because mm-hmm. it really was not mainstream yet. Sure. And I was working at uh, Central Suffolk Hospital before it became the Conic Bay Medical Center. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to get the program kicked off there when everything just went sideways. And the whole thing had to be aborted. And I was devastated because I was so sure that that was part of my calling to do such a thing. So fast forward towards the end of my career, my last 10 years in nursing, I was um, a manager of an infusion team in mm-hmm. Manhattan, um, living the big fat city life. And I was tapped on the shoulder by Wild Cornell University Hospital and asked to initiate their Reiki program in the oncology uh, outpatient department. So when I'm looking for it, not looking, you weren't seeking, you weren't what I was seeking was seeking me. Yeah. And it took a while. Correct. But it found me. Yeah. Right. Um, And when it found me, it was much grander, Mm. much bigger, much larger than my small potato, Mm -hmm. small hometown plans. Mm -hmm. And that's how the universe is. It always was so much more for you than you could ever even conceive of. When I think about these days, I'm still humbled. So I made a business quickly and I named it Reiki Fire because I knew somehow that I was the one to start this fire. This Mm. little match was going to start a mighty fire. I knew I wasn't going to be the one to finish it, but I knew I was there to start it. So I was faithful to that. Um, I started a little Reiki business. I had three Reiki masters working for me. And the last two years that I was in the city, I was doing my regular job, concurrently running this Reiki mm-hmm. program for Cornell. And um, and then Spirit um, took another turn and kind of drugged me out of the city. The story of Sodom and Gomorrah comes to mind every time <laughs> I think of my exit from the city because I literally had to be drugged out of the city. I had become so engulfed, ingrained in my misery. I was miserable towards the end. Because I live here in Port Jeff, and I was commuting my life away. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> know it well. Uh-huh. When, yeah. 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 So it's, it's at least three extra hours a day back and forth. On a good day. On a good oh, day. On a good day. Forget yeah. bad weather. Forget it all. And yeah, it's a lot of time. Yeah. And I we cannot. all have the same 24 hours. Correct. Correct. Yeah. My commute was 20. On a good week, it was 25 hours if trains weren't delayed, if no one decided to suicide themselves mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. the Ronkonkoma sure. line, somewhere in Wine Dance, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, during rush hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that was my life. And and yet you had a voice at that point saying, 
not so happy. It's not, it's not filling you as much as it did. Yeah. I was no longer loving it. Mm -hmm. Um, I had tried um, moving into the city. I ended up moving to Fort Lee just so I could be closer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to the city right. to lessen my commute, right? So I'm like, haha, I have the solution. The river, of and course. Yep. spirit has such a sense of humor because now I'm in Fort Lee. Fort Lee has its own exit toll right onto the GW mm-hmm, bridge. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to wait in hours of traffic. You just jump right on and across the bridge you go. So I'm like, this is the answer. And that's when there was that whole bridge gate. Thing. Oh, bridge. <laughs> right, just as soon as I got situated oh and I'm God. like, FML, yeah. is this really happening? That is so funny. <laughs> so, so yeah, they closed that lane. They closed that express They did lane. because the mayor and uh-huh. uh, they were feuding. Christy yes, were feuding were, with each right, other. And, and I'm like, what yeah. has it got to do with yep. me? Mm-hmm. For the love of God, I'm just trying to get to work, but I was not supposed to be in the city. Mm. And Spirit was like, oh, you're you're still here. Aren't you cute? Let's just close your lane. (laughs) Isn't that so funny? And and sometimes you realize it right away. And other times you, you know, then really kind of reflect after you're like, I can't believe, you know, this, this, really, this is taking me so long. And but then you want to sit back and, and I always be like, where's the lesson with what's happening here? Cause something yeah. is, it's so disruptive. It was extremely disruptive. Um, but it got worse because I was going to just hang in there regardless. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, my company, uh, mind you, I'm in management, upper management, um, not only overseeing the city, but long Island at the end of that stint with the first company, parts of upstate sold, to, we were the largest privately owned infusion company on the East Coast and sold to a national company yeah. who turned around and bought us, not to keep us, Mm-mm. but to fatten their coffers to sell us to an insurance company. An insurance company and a terrible one ended up purchasing right. a little hometown. And right. I cannot even begin to explain the what it's like to be in a corporate takeover hostile takeover situation it was it's never good yeah it's never good there's only a handful of winners and and if you're at the top that's the least stable position you could be in and so location and their people somehow um you know it was like at the end I had the company um at the end of my barrel and they had me at the end of theirs and we're going to see who's going to pull the trigger first but they knew they couldn't keep up the profits of the city without me. Mm -hmm. And I knew that they were going to try to still work around to see how they could get rid of my salary. Mm -hmm. And um, so it became very, very tense. And um, I ended up with eight bone fractures. Isn't that amazing? Where? Like throughout? In my left foot. In my left foot. So the foot. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. The foot represents going forward making choices on where you're heading, right? Your stability, your foundation. And so eight, the number of abundance, the number of money, right? Like, no, you are no longer supposed to be here. But what did I do? I put on a walker boot. <laughs> I had a walker boot on one, one <laughs> foot and my, my kitten heel on the other to uh-huh, even, to it, even out. it out. Yes, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm hobbling around the city at that time. Um, 
something like Legionnaire's disease was going around on the mm-hmm. sixth train. I was on the sixth train. It was like my second home. I think I spent more time on the sixth train than I did in my actual home. Mm-hmm. And I ended up catching whatever that was. And so I had to go to the ER, foot killing me. I can't breathe. They're giving me this awful inhaled um, corticosteroid. My chest felt like a beehive jumping out of my skin and my cell phone for work is blowing up and it's where are you right and they wanted to know I had to go into the principal's office because they wanted to know if I had gone to the ER on company time huh yeah well that's feeling the love that that was the straw that broke the camel's that's feeling the love do we have to fill out forms or what's (laughs) happening here wow wow but that, it might have made it easy then. I mean, it broke the camel's back, but at that point, I need I need to back the story up. Mm-hmm. Maybe two and a half months prior to me ending up in the ER with the broken foot and not being able to breathe, this respiratory disease. And a friend of mine uh, who also worked in my Reiki program took me down to Soho to treat me to a numerologist reading because she knows I'm a numerologist and she thought it'd be a nice treat to have somebody read me instead mm-hmm. of me always reading people. Okay. So this numerologist, she was young and she started telling me all sorts of things about career transition, change, me opening up my own business. I kind of tuned out at that point, honestly, because I thought to myself, if this girl knew how much money I make, there's no way she'd be sitting here making up this. And I'm thinking like, she's a phony. My friend is not a woman of means. I would like her money back, but I also don't want to insult her Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with the generosity of her gift. So I decided just to suck up my pride and sit through this, what I considered an awful reading. And this woman was just doubling down. I was like, yeah, no, this doesn't feel true for Mm -hmm. me. She was like, listen, your lucky number is five. And any number on your business needs to be a five or equal a five. And I'm like, okay, more power to you. If you just want to, you know, dig deeper into this, Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So I got through the reading. I really don't remember much else of what was said. Honestly, you were resisting. I I checked out Mm -hmm. and it was in this cute little uh, spiritual shop. So looking around, I found this necklace that caught my eye. And for whatever reason, I had to have it. And it was this little amulet Mm -hmm. and it had some weird symbols on it. And it had uh, four Jewish inscriptions Mm -hmm. around the rim of it. Mm -hmm. And it was gold plated once upon a time. It was beautiful. And I really haven't taken it off since the day I got it. Oh, wow. I'm wearing it now. I'm pulling it out. You can't see, but I pulled it out. Yeah. Um, So I had rubbed all the gold off. So I ended up, you know, leaving the city because of the pressure. Mm -hmm. I took a job. I took a step down, Mm -hmm. just took a big step back. I just became a regular, what they call on-site worker, Mm -hmm. Uh, no management, no pressure on Long Island. Mm -hmm. And the territory that was assigned to me was Mather, St. Charles and Stony Brook. And the Port Jeff Salt Cave is smack in the middle of all that. There you go. Right. Right. So a little triangle that's right there. Coming, coming out of the city, I needed to decompress and I uh, was looking for some downtime and um, I love nature, all things nature related. And some people were chatting about a salt cave online, right? So this was 
what, six, almost seven years ago. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, maybe I need to do that. Maybe I need to go caving. I've done caving in the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let me go caving. And so uh, they were talking about a salt cave up in Albany. And I was like, oh, I have a cousin up there. I'll make a weekend, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And somebody said, oh, wait, you live on Long Island. There's a salt cave in Long Island. And I said, no, 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 I'm native. There's no caves on Long Island. (laughs) And (laughs) I did not understand what they were talking about clearly. And so the woman was insistent that there was a salt cave in Montauk. Mm -hmm. And I said- Was that the first? Yes. Okay. And I thought to myself, because I didn't realize, I thought we're talking still about natural structures. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A um, cave cave. I thought it was a real cave. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, all right, I've only been to Montauk as a kid in the summers with my parents. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very hilly out there. Maybe there's a cave. Let me open my mind. So I Google, lo and behold, I find the Montauk Salt Cave. And she was brand new. Her website didn't have the pictures and all that up yet. So I'm like, okay, let me make an appointment. So I drag my husband with me to the Montauk Salt Cave. We get there and it's like this fancy lobby. And I'm looking around and I said to Shannon, the (laughs) owner, I'm like, "Um, this is really fancy. Are we like taking an elevator? Because there was only two doors. It was like a lobby and two doors. Where is the cave? So I'm like, are we taking an elevator down into the cave? cave. I said, Mm -hmm. because if we need to repel, I have some equipment in the trunk. I can repel. (laughs) She was like, she's cracking up. She was like, just wait for it. Just wait for it. So when she opened the door to her salt cave, her man-made salt Mm -hmm. cave, I have to say, so stunning. And the energy was so overpowering. I was not disappointed. I was fascinated. So in we went to the salt cave. Coming out of the city, I was living with chronic sinusitis. Uh, On the left side of my head was Mm -hmm. like cement and all the infections and all the antibiotics and never being able to breathe properly. Within minutes, that all drained. Mm. And I could breathe out of both sides of my face. And it was exquisite. And my husband, who's allergic to air, um, stopped sneezing while wow. we were in there. Yeah. And somewhere in the middle of it, we just looked at each other. He said, are you thinking what I'm thinking? So that was another one of those holy instant moments where it just clicked. And I said, absolutely. Because he had been talking to me for all the miserable years I was commuting my life away. Mm-hmm. He was like, honey, you're barely seeing you. Yes. He got the least of me because mm-hmm. I have four children, six grandbabies and him and two dogs. Yeah, He got the least mm-hmm. of me. So he really was encouraging me to open up, you know, some sort of a shop down here because, you know, I'm intuitive and I'm like, you know what? Port Jeff is a really crunchy town, honey. You could close your eyes, take a rock and throw it. You are going to hit a Reiki master in the head whose third eye is open. That's not a business <laughs> model, <laughs> right? <laughs> But not untrue. (laughs) I was resistant. But in the salt cave, we Mm. had that aha moment. So I did my research because I'm a nurse Mm -hmm. and I love the science and I'm a nerd. And that's what I do. And we we looked up all the um, the studies. We did the research and saw so many studies. This way of life, the salt cave, is a thing. The first salt cave opened in 1843 or 42, something like that. In Wolinska, Poland. I'm sorry, not my surprised. Polish not listeners. Surprised. I'm probably yes. not saying the town right. 
but not surprised. But that yeah. was in the time of cholera, and they found that the mine workers were not getting sick where everybody else mm. was, right? So yeah. that prompted them to look at that time at the salt cave. Uh, after that mine was abandoned for, for salt export, they turned it into a clinic. Mm. It's been a clinic ever since. To this day, a doctor will write a prescription if you have bronchitis, two weeks in the salt cave. You go down underground few miles or so you stay there they have rooms everything you need is in this ginormous salt cave and when you come topside again you are healed right so you know and then looking at the studies with um, that was published in the american journal of medicine about the 2006 study with the kids with cf mm -hmm. and how they mm -hmm. discovered the salt air right and that's why the kids get this treatment now mm -hmm. i was like the science is here let's go for it so we start looking around. We looked at so many places down here in Port and just always kept coming back to this space. Some of the spaces were very appealing, but they were very close. Was to, this space vacant at the time? It was. It was available. Okay. It was. It was kind of, as you know, right before you get to the hubbub mm -hmm. of, um, on mm -hmm. Main Street, but right. right before you get to Correct. all the action. Right. So there's many, many restaurants and mm -hmm. bars and right. we were looking a at a lot another... of foot traffic in the summer. Correct. And it's a great this place. Is, this, is, mm -hmm. this is the block that gets no foot traffic mm -hmm. because it's right before that. And my husband said, yeah, we really don't want to be down there in that, you know, very loud, active atmosphere because it's noisy. Mm -hmm. So... Against my better judgment, I decided to listen to him and sign the papers on this lease. The building happens to be 320 Main Street. Three, Three plus, two. plus two equals the five. And there's the zero uh -huh. that I spoke about in the beginning the of beginning. this little chat. The God force, the divinity. Mm. So it was all happening. <laughs> Did you realize that? Like once you saw the number on the page, like no, mm. nope. Mm. I realized that once um, I had rubbed, effectively rubbed off all the gold <laughs> off of my little amulet, my little gold, and I wanted uh, very much to replace it. It became like a, almost like a worry stone, mm -hmm. a mm -hmm. touchstone. I just felt more confident uh, rubbing it, holding it, knowing that you know it's like right next to my heart. And I'm very attached to this little piece of jewelry. So I and you dial into it when you're doing that. Yes. It's it, it's almost feeding you either the answers or the calm or the clarity that you're asking asking of it. It it it, it presented a presence mm. of some sort that mm -hmm. I couldn't understand at the time, mm -hmm. and I wanted to replace it. So being a Reiki master, having a salt cave, doing a lot of Reiki sessions here in the salt cave. I became very, very, very aware of a presence that I'm not familiar with working with me. And my clients began talking about it also. They were also noticing a presence. So you weren't, because that was going to be my next, we were going to, I was just going to delve into when you start to feel, you talk of the, the masters being around us in mm -hmm. a in a Reiki session and such and and yes you're a psychic clairvoyant because you open yourself up so much in Reiki and for doing it all those years but yet you weren't aware until recently of it wasn't until I got here to the soul cave really that I really oh that's surprising this presence really yeah oh wow um okay 
Yep. So, and it's funny because they were the ones dragging me out of the city, mm-hmm. kicking and screaming, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, very resistance. And um, yeah. And so working with this new presence, you know, energy, I one day said, are you an angel? And all of a sudden I became one big goosebump because I'm clairsentient. So my whole body answered that question. Yes. And so I was happy for a little while calling in that mm-hmm. angel, whomever that angel was. Mm-hmm. And one day I got the bright idea to ask the angel. I was going to say. I'm like, do you have a name? Yeah. More goosebumps because the angel was like waiting for me to ask. Right. So I asked the angel its name. And all of a sudden, everywhere, I started um, seeing the word and the name Gabriel mm-hmm. everywhere. My first little uh, child client, mm-hmm. his name was Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Gabriel was everywhere. Gabriel Peterson was on the radio. Mm-hmm. It's like, if I look somewhere, that name was somehow going to be relevant. Yeah. And I was sitting at the desk one day thinking about this angel. I'm like, I, I wish they would just send me a sign. And I'm talking to the scene. I'm like, can't you just send me a sign? I swear a truck drove past my window, a delivery truck. Mm-hmm. It was like one of those box trucks. And it said the name Gabriel and it had a horn. Gabriel trucking. Or so. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and I'm looking at this truck and I'm like, wow, that's And good. I said out loud. I'm like, oh my God, are you Archangel Gabriel? Chills, chills, tears. And it was like, I think the angel was crying too. I was like, oh my God, why was I assigned to her? Yes, <laughs> Gabriel, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. If, if I hold the sign up this way, will she read it? I'm not so, sure. I'm enter not sure. Archangel Gabriel. Isn't that wonderful? The story's too long to tell you how the, all the others got yeah. here, but the four cardinal archangels made their, it was like the saints come marching in, right? Michael, Raphael, mm-hmm. Uriel, all made their presence known to me very quickly at that point. So, but also at that point, and and I've had um, some angel readings, and I know this is where, believe me, my listeners are used to either will go very woo woo. Sometimes their eyes will glaze over, but that's okay. But with the angels, or with guides, or with uh, people around you, I've been told by many people who can channel, who can call them, they're they're always there for us. Mm-hmm. but they are they won't be intrusive correct. and they will never do anything unless invited correct and here's what i have come to find out about the angels mm-hmm. they are not god they right. do not mm-hmm. want to be worshiped they are created no. beings just like us mm-hmm. they've never been in body mm-hmm. um and they do need our permission they need us to speak to them mm. out loud yeah. so they cannot read our minds an angel can sense your energy, yes, probably mm-hmm. better than I can sense their energy because they are pure energy, right? So they can sense maybe when we're thinking about them, but they cannot read our mind. So if there's something you want or need, speak out loud to your angel. Mm. You have to use your voice to give them license. For those who are deaf, they will sign it. Because mm-hmm. I get that question all the time, well, what if you can't speak? Right, so right. By whatever means of communication, you can write to your angels. Right. You can speak to your angels. You can sign to your angels, mm-hmm. but you must initiate. And these days, they are so, so, so on the ready to work with us more than ever. Mm. They are available to call us. on them, but and and call out loud. So funny yeah. little side note: I was running a little late tonight. I run in, go to get my equipment. And I can't find the the wire for my microphone. 
So my go-to is for anything lost, which I have a lot of lost things, obviously, is St. Anthony. I'm a big proponent, but I always do say it out loud. Mm -hmm. You know, I say, Anthony, please come down. My wire is lost. It needs to be found. Whenever you do, whenever he does show it to you, I always say, make sure you say thank you, St. Anthony. I know I'm going to find it. It will be like right in front of me as soon as I get home. Like I was destined not to, you know, have have the clunkiness of, of the microphone tonight. But it's so important that you do say it out loud and not just think it. One thousand percent. Absolutely. Mm. Love. That. Yeah. So the angels, you know, um, once they make their presence known, you'll find your way with them for sure. Mm-hmm. So back to my little amulet. How much fun. So I, I, I look up, you know, now, you know, I'm aware that I'm in my soul cave. I'm a Reiki master and I have arrived, <laughs> right? I, I didn't know that there would be so much more. I thought, you know, I'm at the pinnacle of all that I'm ever mm. going to be such pride. Um, <laughs> and but so, yet, but wait, there's more. There We're is. Done. I'm, I'm wanting desperately to replace this um, little amulet now. So I call up, I'm trying to call up. Uh, Flow Life, which was the store down in Soho, they went out of business. They didn't even have an online presence. So the woman I bought this from couldn't tell me anything about it either. She's like, I'm not really sure. It comes from this line of jewelry. I don't really know what it means. But, mm-hmm. you know, being of Jewish heritage, I'm like, someone in my family is going to be able to read this inscription for me and tell me what this means. Of course, nobody could. <laughs> We're, we're all basically useless to our people. But anyway, <laughs> you know, I was, I was, I was kind of bombed. I'm like, okay, so maybe I'll get it redipped or whatever. One day I'm cleaning out my nightstand and found the box that it had come in ah. and it slipped out of my hands and of hit the course. floor and the, uh, the velvet uh, front to it mm-hmm. that the necklace was attached to fell out of the box mm. behind it was a booklet. <laughs> oh my God, you can't write this. All of this time. All You've of this worn time. It for how long at this point? It's at, in this, your at this point, probably I've years. been wearing it for a few years. Right. And Never knew it was there. Or you're like, let me just put it on and let me. I do the same thing. My my nightstand is filled with the empty boxes. Of, yeah. Oh, my nightstand you. is like a Correct. hoarder situation. Yes. Like you don't want to open those drawers. That. And is. I was just going to go do some spring cleaning, found this box. It fell, hit the floor. And lo and behold, there's a booklet behind. Wow. You know, that came with the necklace that I never knew about. And so the necklace is a seal of Solomon, this little amulet. Mm-hmm. And the four inscriptions are the cardinal archangels, Gabriel, (laughs) Michael, Uriel, and Raphael. And the amulet is specifically for these four angels partnering successfully with you in business. That's when it hit me like a ton of bricks. I am in 320 Main Street. Oh, my God. And that's when you That's when it it all Came together. Came together. And it found you. And here I am. And wow. here we are. And here we are. And here we are. And I can tell you today that I have arrived at nothing mm. and all my many titles. The truth of me is I am a seeker mm-hmm. and a servant. That is who I am. Love it. Love, love. So uh, besides this wonderful salt cave, your center offers many other services. And I'd love to just touch on a few if you don't mind. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So here in the salt cave, uh, we have regular salt cave sessions, Mm -hmm. which is 45 minutes of salt air um, therapy, coupled with 
guided meditation. So if you're, you're in my soul cave, I've got you for 45 minutes and you're going to listen to a guided meditation. No cell phones, you're going to unplug. And it's, yeah, so. it's, it's a slice of heaven and self-care, especially now, beginning of the year, we all start out guns blazing and I'm going to mm-hmm. get in shape and I'm going to do all of this. This is something that really just needs to be incorporated. It's 45 minutes, not a long time, right? That someone can't be like, all right, peace out. I'll be back at that assault cave session. Yes. Besides detoxing your lungs. Mm-hmm which is vitally important now yeah. for the age that we're living in. The salt there is going to give you a nice boost in your immune system. Mm-hmm. Yay. And it's going to bring down inflammation. So these are all home runs. For and you pandemic. had said something once about sleeping better. You will sleep better. You will digest your food better. Mm. You will function better because when you give yourself the time to unplug and if you listen to, so a guided meditation is really just story time for mm-hmm. adults. Right. But if you can focus in on that, time and space seems to disappear yep. in this salt cave. We've all experienced it. Mm-hmm. We've been in here for two hours and it felt like we were in here for 15 minutes. Correct. Right. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. It's almost midnight. Should we all go home? <laughs> <laughs> so aside from the regular salt cave session, in here, we host a lot of events. This month, I have had two sound healers one who does uh, frequency healing Mm -hmm. with a uh, piece of technology that he and his uh, other friend built there, audio engineers. Mm -hmm. It's been phenomenal. I have a sound healer, Reiki Master, who plays Tibetan singing bowls. Mm. She's got a bowl so big that you can stand in it. Wow. (laughs) Talk about your chakra alignments. Yeah. So we, we, we're always hope we have hosted uh, breath workshops, um, always hosting like fun things in here. Personally Mm -hmm. on Thursdays, I teach, um, meditation mm-hmm. in a real time. The last Thursday of the month, there is our community Reiki my circle, favorite. which is how I met Stephanie. Yes, my favorite. Saturday mornings, we're doing Kundalini yoga class in here. Mm-hmm. And I just added to the schedule this year, brand new yoga nidra offering. Yoga nidra is yogic meditation. Mm-hmm. So you're completely on your back in a surrendered pose, uh, supported by many bolsters and mm-hmm. blankies. And uh, you're surrendering everything down to the mat and you're surrendering your mind up to the cosmos. Wow. As I take you through a journey. That sounds delightful. Yeah. Check that out on the schedule. So I think I checked off all the salt cave boxes. Mm -hmm. Wait, there's more. Oh, there is. Just like Marcy. Wait, there's more. (laughs) Go on. The next room you'll encounter in my lobby. My lobby is full of crystals. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have a large crystal retail um, on purpose because crystals are one of those um, earth tools, an earth being with its own energy signature. These are minerals that have come topside to work with us in these days, not unlike the angels coming down, Mm. right? So as above, so below. So uh, you'll encounter the salt detox room. In the salt detox room, we have two foot detox baths. Those are coupled with mechanical massage chairs and infrared uh, heat belts Mm -hmm. to help detox um, the lymphatics. How often should one do that? So at least once a month. Mm -hmm. If your water comes out very, very dark, Mm -hmm. it could be a sign that you are more acidic and maybe you need to come until the water is a little clearer. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's a lot of uh, 
fake woo-woo stuff out there with these foot detoxes saying that, you know, yeah. put the patches on and then you wake based up on, based on the is. color, right, you know, if we get right. black, that means we pulled out heavy metal <laughs> from your liver. Uh, no, we didn't. No, no. But that's, that's, that's BS. I'm sorry. I'm a nurse. I can't abide by that. But the water can be, the color of the water can mm-hmm. be indicative of the amount of acidity. Mm-hmm. Acidity is the forerunner to inflammation. Inflammation is Everybody the precursor from, to yeah. disease. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's a thing. So the, the detox room is um, specifically for bringing down inflammation. We have the infrared sauna, mm-hmm. which helps to detoxify your lymphatics. Mm-hmm. It's great for your skin. It's great for the nervous system. Um, wonderful, wonderful benefits of the infrared sauna. I could go on all night about it, honestly. Um, so that, that, that room's a nice coupling going to the back of our space. We have a full cryotherapy suite. Um, so in there we have a full body cryotherapy, ice, ice baby. You stand in this tank from your shoulders down, your body's exposed to very cold air for three minutes. We are right there with you. We haven't lost a person yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's amazing. It's an amazing way to rapidly bring down inflammation. So if you haven't picked up the theme here yet, yeah, everything is geared towards bringing down your inflammation because if you stay inflamed long enough, you're going to get a disease. Yes, it's going to affect your waking thought life. It's going to affect your personality. It's going to affect your joints. It's going to affect your body, your digestion, your sleep, and then pathology can set in if you still haven't dealt with your mm-hmm. inflammation. Right. So we also, for those who there's contraindications to the full body, so not everybody can or wants to mm-hmm. get into the, the big tank. So then we have local cryotherapy where we can treat you with the same cold air that is blown out of a nozzle off the end of a hose. Mm-hmm. And um, we can treat a spot. So if you have a boo-boo elbow, mm-hmm. right, you have some, um, some tennis elbow and you want some pain relief, or if you have a patch of eczema on your body, and you want some uh, relief for that. The cold air mm. is great for eczema, psoriasis, okay. pain management. Mm-hmm. It does a very nice uh, facial. A lot of people come in for um, tension headaches, migraines, mm. and they get their scalp treated and they swear by it. It does a uh, little skin tightening. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's a nice piece of equipment in there. And we also have our cryo skin, which is very popular this time of year. Cryo skin is a new cold technology that tones and tightens, and it also slims and reduces fat. So it does two functions. It does an amazing facial, where it actually tightens the muscle mm-hmm. in your face while tightening the skin. It gives a very, like, it's like a facelift. I call it the 20 minute facelift. So it's, it's kind of just pulling up a little where. Correct. Where and gravity over- and age is just going to pull down. Pull it's going to tighten it. It a tightens little. the muscle mm-hmm. back to where nice. it needs to be. And with repeated uses, it's like going mm-hmm. to the gym, I say, like doing squats for the your muscle. face. Right. You're going to build muscle. It. Right. Mm-hmm. Correct. So that's the cryotherapy room. And then moving into our treatment room in the back, that's where all the uh, crunchy spiritual stuff happens. Mm. So the treatment room, we offer Reiki one-on-one. We offer pretty much anything you can get in the treatment room. You can do a couple therapy here in the salt cave, just by the way. So two people could have couples Reiki, Mm -hmm. but in the treatment room, it's one-to-one. Okay. So in the treatment room, we have the crystal light bed, which are specially cut vocal crystals that emit uh, the colors of your energy centers and all these angelic beings that we've been talking about all night Mm -hmm. and some other saints. So you're Catholic, Mm -hmm. I take it. Um, the Catholic saint, I'm Jewish. So all this is so funny to me. <laughs> the Catholic saints actually mm-hmm, come through mm-hmm. 
I've had validation on um, which ones are who based on what they're telling me. Correct. So all of that happens in there. Angel healings, Reiki, sound healings happen in there. Crystal energy balancing happens Mm -hmm. in there. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I love to do, we also offer readings. So as mentioned, the whole psychic um, intuitive thing. I do not call myself a psychic medium Mm -hmm. because I do not live in that space often. And I only allow it to come through in the first part of a reading. Uh, It's hard when you, yeah, because when you open yourself up and then... It's, it's they wait it's, to be invited, so sometimes you well, might the spirits get that. don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, souls that have crossed over that yeah. haven't gone to the white room and back mm-hmm. that have never left the the mm-hmm. ethers of this earth. I call them the hungry souls. Mm-hmm. They're always clutching. Right, they want back in. They want your prana, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm sorry, I need my prana. You had your time here. Right. So you have to come through my four gates. If you can get through my four gates, I will deliver your message. But out back you go. I I would never host a psychic medium party because I don't want it's not that I haven't. I just choose not to Mm -hmm. be of service in that way uh, full time. But when you come for a reading with me, somebody probably is going to come through because I always do. But I prefer to focus more on numerology. I'll read palms and I read um, cards, tarot, angel cards, oracle cards, runes. There's just so many ways to um, to get you know the information. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, and the last thing that uh, <laughs> is there a last? <laughs> is there a last <laughs> for now? Is all we're going to say last for now? Comma. There's no period. Go on. <laughs> yes, I'm also an EFT practitioner, mm-hmm. which um, I've been called upon lately to do a lot of. EFT is emotional freedom technique, right? So this pandemic has really produced a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression, fears and phobias are getting exponentiated out of control for people. Um, everything for is people probably a lot of them also for the first time where they're where they're faced with it because you you can't leave your home or your whatever. And a lot of times people either don't recognize it panic if they do recognize it and then don't know what to do with it correct correct you know or they or or we we people with anxiety because it has such a stigma of oh you're you're weak or you're making it up you're hypochondriac tend to suffer in silence mm. or they're comparing themselves to their friends right i have a lot of moms right? and mm-hmm. they're thinking like well my friends you know can do all these things with their kids what's wrong with me um, there's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with seeking out a little help when you need it. Sure. I love EFT because uh, within the first one or two sessions, you're getting take home tools, mm-hmm. right? Things that you can do for yourself. It's very empowering. Mm-hmm. I have been on the other end of a paper bag, breathing in a paper bag, laying down in my car at a 7-Eleven. And I can tell you firsthand, it sucks. It's no fun mm. to have a panic attack where you think like you can't breathe and you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> so finding EFT was wonderful and to be able to offer, you know, something very useful mm-hmm. and very helpful and easy humbling. to learn and easy, it's so easy, easy to, to learn. learn. So Honestly, like all of the things so here easy. are easy yeah. to learn. It's just probably sounds a little foreign um, no one has ever heard of this. What do you mean? It, but easy to learn. 
Yes. Yeah. I teach EFT a little old school Mm -hmm. and it comes with a little bit of caution. You know, you can find it easily on YouTube, Mm -hmm. but I, I, you know, what kind of irks me is just, you know, all the woo woo because it takes away from the actual science. There's an actual science basis to this. And when you see somebody on YouTube, just trying to make money and they're telling people like, you can tap away your excess fat. You can tap your way to rich, like, no, you can't. Right. Right. <laughs> that's not it's that's not of, how any of this yeah, works. The touch points are there for a reason. And yeah. It has its limits mm-hmm. and it's it's not the, the magic fairy wand. But you mean um, there isn't one? There isn't, but there is definite scientific application. So many tools. Usefulness mm. in it. So I think we've touched on the many parts of me. I do offer a uh, what I call the Akashic Soul Progression, Remembering Who You Are. It's a mentorship program. We meet for um, a total of seven meetings where I walk you through one of each of the modalities that I specialize in to introduce you to larger pieces of yourself. And the focus is on remembering who you are, mm. why you came, and how you will serve. That's the coolest thing. Well, I've heard a lot of cool things. That's one of the coolest things. That, that's in the top three tonight. I love love. I can't thank you enough for your time. I'm for this honored. space, for <laughs> all of this information. I know that just the knowledge of, you know, let's just say soul caves. Hey, if you're again on Long Island in Suffolk County, you have to check her out. You absolutely have to come. And everyone's going to remember the address because it equals five, 320 <laughs> Main Street in Port Jefferson. So with that, I know we're definitely going to do a part two of this because there is again, pick one and then we can just talk about that or pick another topic. And this is the year. This is the year and this is the time. And this is the year. And it's going to happen and we should just embrace. We should just embrace. Lock arms with your fellow man. Figure mm. it out. Cooperate. We're going to get through this together, together. and united. Love. Yes. Love. So on that, I'm just going to say thank you as always for listening. We appreciate all of your feedback, your support as you're going to find us anywhere you listen to your pods on Apple, on Spotify, on iHeart, website joyfoundhere.com. And until next week, thank you, thank you, thank you. And Happy New Year again. I'm going to keep saying it. Be well. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments, and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.